Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. Sorry, I watched The Star is Born this weekend. The number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Nada, he's not currently in the room because the room is filled with energy. And you know what I forgot to ask before we started? How the fuck do I say your last name? Guys, joining me in the High and Mighty Studios is first time guest, the uh, a funny, accomplished freak, podcaster, comedian, former Viner, <laughs> Miel Briado. <laughs> Even you've said it to me three times and I can't remember what it's it is. It's not your fault. It's Bredo. Bredo. Like Plato. Like Fredo. Bredo. <laughs> like How can you do this to me, Bredo? <laughs> All right. Miel Bredo. <laughs> oh my God. In the middle of it, I realized I, I got scuba started my scuba certification this weekend. Ooh. And I fucked up my equalization. <gasps> And I can't like really hear out of my left ear and I'm realizing I'm like screaming <laughs> into this pocket. There's also, they are cutting down a palm tree outside my window. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> so maybe I should close that window. I'm going to climb over Miel oh, inappropriately. Geez. I'm it literally Your in my pajamas. It's like, getting louder. It's getting louder. I forget how impressive it is. Thanks for listening to the podcast, you fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I clearly put in so much effort. Miel. Thanks yes. for coming on, dude. Thank you for having me. What a great midday treat, huh? Uh, Tuesday afternoon? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> we met doing your podcast, Punch Up the Jam. We had met yes. at HeadGum events, but then I re we really yeah. chatted on your podcast, Punch Up the Jam. Very funny podcast with your Demi. Your episode is by far one of my favorites. <laughs> it was so fun. You told this amazing story about singing Kokomo <laughs> to your like third grade class as your chosen reward, your elected reward. And I hate singing. I absolutely hate <laughs> I have hate not been able to stop picturing that since taping that episode. Yeah. It just periodically pops into my head just this image of you just being like <laughs> a little a little white kid in sweatpants and a yin and yang puff. <laughs> 
uh, p- puff paint sweat crew oh, neck sweatshirt oh, to a full paint. class of black and Hispanic people singing Kokomo. <laughs> it just like I feel like it really. People. I mean, they're second graders. But <laughs> <laughs> Children. It really just like colors in a lot of the John Gabriel's coloring book for me. Yeah, you, you get to, I mean? you get to learn a lot about me <laughs> yes. with just that story. So many pages with that one story requires attention so much that willing to do something he hates to get uh, an entire <laughs> class to look at him. I thrive on attention so much I had no idea. You've ever. showboated from birth yeah oh, I, I have truly been like a, ch- a ham See? i've got the skin tone and <laughs> girth of ham i would say the odor is parallel yeah you know, i'm similarly 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 scented. you're in the same section of the candle store yes it's like you get your pork and beans candle your john gabriel's john candle, candle yeah. <laughs> smells like sativa and sausage <laughs> Yeah, and sand. Oh yeah, baby. It's Sativa sand sausage and sand, by the way. That's my fucking like lounge singer album. I <laughs> <laughs> <Hi>, that memoir. <laughs> John Gaper's story. Um, so we were trying to decide on a topic to chat about, and the listeners probably already know what the topic is because they downloaded it. They can it. read, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, uh, you know what? Let's not say that's not a blanket true statement <laughs> for the listeners of this podcast. Really? I think I got a lot of people who have shut in that, like, you know, <laughs> I think I have a lot of people who have newspaper over their windows that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Which Shit- is why we're on Twitter asking you guys, do you have newspapers on your window? Sh- uh, shitheads, shout us out if you have newspapers <laughs> taped over all your windows. <laughs> if you have tinfoil over all your windows, reach out to me. I'd love to send you a, a high and mighty t-shirt. How does that rank with people that have like sheets permanently like taped to their windows? Because sheets could potentially be like college dudes. That's why there's a big Venn diagram right. there. Yeah, where it's like college dudes and shut in like uh, agoraphobes. Or like meth factories. Yes. Those but are like, the three Venn diagrams. One of my neighbors in this building has like brown paper taped over all of why? her windows. And I'm, and I'm assuming it's because she's a hoarder. Based on like what I see her carrying in and how I never see her carrying anything out. This she, is so interesting. And she does laundry every day. Okay. Do I don't know if she listens though. I mean, she is a 65 year old woman. So Shout maybe. out Joanne. <laughs> my, she chose my mom's name. What? Weird, yes. What was <laughs> Luckily about? for me, she'll never be listening. Oh, why is that lucky for you? That sounds sad. It's really sad. <laughs> I think I get the show voting now. Yeah. Oh, I have to get my attention elsewhere, and I've had to since I was a child. <laughs> my heart. I didn't come here to cry. What's the point? Oh, no one comes here to cry, but they always leave crying. Wait, that sounds way more fucked up. That's they always leave the with show. the special victims unit. Wait, what? Uh, no, nothing. That's also in the John Gaber's candle. The yeah. scent of your friend's tears. Yeah. Not his tears. Uh, although I did cry a lot. I do cry a lot. <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get here? <laughs> this is a new, now this is a Talking Heads cover. <laughs> How did we get here? Talking about crying. I am we, asking myself. We're both from islands. Yes. We're both from right. islands and actually islands on opposite ends of the country. We're realizing like even just taping. I'm like, oh, our cultures are so different. Yes. Yes. There's something about East Coast Islands and West Coast Islands like. No common ground. Oh uh, yes. So let's 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 hash this out. So what's the name of the island you're from? Orcas Island. Orcas Island. That's Orcus. a PNW, Pacific Northwest Island, off off Washington, right? Yeah, it's not the islands near Seattle, which people usually think it is. We're like, oh, I know Bainbridge. No, no, no. You take a flight to Seattle, then you drive for an hour and a half north. Okay. Then you take an hour and a half ferry. 
that's where I'm from. <laughs> okay, that's weird. It's so, a full day of travel to get home. I should have had Jason Manzukis on this episode. He's also from a weird small <gasps> island. My no my way. island's big. My island is pretty big, and you know has towns. It's like and it's close to a major city. No, He's, the second you said towns, I was yeah. like, no, it's a big island. Yeah, yeah, it's actually multiple towns. A long island. Uh, <laughs> so Orcas Island is an hour ferry ride from mainland. Hour and a half. Yeah, and. How many people are on Orcas Island? So it's recently become way more popular than when I lived there. But when I was there, it was like maybe around 3,500. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's as many people Is as it? like. I don't know. If that's, that's a lower. Because that's like less people than went to my college. Oh my God. See, listen. And I went to a small I'm from school. This island, I don't have any concept of how small this is. It's so here, small. this is like the first time I'm hearing yeah. your college was bigger than my entire community. And I didn't even go to it. I went to a small college. So that's great. So let's let's talk about what growing up on Orcas Island is like. So you don't go to the mainland often. Um, if you can help it. The fair it's really it's a six hour drive and you have to coordinate with the ferry schedule. So if you're trying to go to like Seattle, that's like not really able to be done in one day right like that's you an can't overnight go into seattle day. for the day because you would have to catch the you last can, ferry but you'd catch the 7 a.m ferry and then you'd catch like the 10 p.m ferry and is it a, a ferry that can bring cars yeah yeah it has like i don't know the capacity is pretty big but yeah you can you can also miss the ferry or the ferry can get into overload <laughs> they recently introduced ferry reservations so now you can book a spot on the ferry but until like three years ago you just had to drive and wait and hope and hope oh, man and there's only set number of ferries per day and it changes four times a year so you have to keep memorizing when the ferries Jesus. are okay so this is like real island life. yeah and it's this like is what i want dollars every time to drive on jesus it's so insane that's so this is the life i wanted growing up Why? i wanted to be a weird island freak no you didn't yes i did you i had malls i had malls well you long had island stoplights long, that's okay so you had none of these no but people had cars on the island? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's cars and there's like our highway, but the maximum speed is like 40 miles an hour. And it's two lanes. <laughs> is it one high school for the whole island? Yes, although I think they opened a, they, yeah, they opened a Christian school. <sighs> Jesus. Right before I graduated. Even in amongst 3,000 people, there's going to be fucking Christians it's trying to open up. It's rich people. There's really, really rich people that are like, well, I want to live in this bougie place, but I don't want my kid to go to public school. Right. The Despite there being only a public school here, yes, exactly. I have to build a place for my kid to go to school. <laughs> I'm That's... not kidding. I think the guy that built it was like the founder of Oakley's or something. Oh, my God. So it it, it recently became a wealthy destination. Like when you uh, oh, I'll just say that Oprah just bought a house there two months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but and who's Oprah? <laughs> um, she also goes by O. Oh. oh, I know who you're talking about. The magazine lady. The magazine, <laughs> you know, the Harvest Lady on oh, Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the chick from A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> what if I only knew Oprah from A Wrinkle in Time? Which, by the way, I watched on a plane and is. You hot. saw it. I saw it. Oh well. It's garbage. Oh, but you saw it. And I like that's it. commendable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm woke. <laughs> Equal opportunity women, for bad African Americans. Let me see their shitty movies too. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Oprah just bought a house there. But when you were growing up, was it was just like upper middle class? Like when you were growing up there, because uh, it's still like you have to have a kind of job where it's okay to be on that island, right? For the most part, there there has always been like a lower income group of people just desperately trying to make enough to stay there, and it's really fucked how few resources there are for those families because now. It's become 
um, like a destination because Amazon's in Seattle now. Right. That's what I was assuming was the big boon. Because uh, yes. isn't is Microsoft also in uh, Microsoft's Washington? in Seattle. Amazon's in Seattle. Um, what's it called? The Boeing is in Seattle. Right. And um, that's, that that gets you to some seven figure, uh, seven plus figure uh, oh, employees. Tons. Yeah. Well, and also it's like Paul Allen was up there forever. Like. Um, so like you're living in Seattle, you live in the biggest house in Seattle ever, and then you need your summer Hamptons house. house. Yes, because yeah. exactly. that's what we have on Long Island. We have the Hamptons. It's, ex- super it's exactly wealthy. becoming that. So then I'm sure it's probably happened in the Hamptons. You tell me the locals are getting priced out like the kids growing up can't afford to yeah. live there anymore. Even Montauk, this the, the Hamptons happened in like previously already that's all old money montauk is being is edging the out. one was, from eternal sunshine yes the one from eternal sunshine the one from every billy joel song ever uh, <laughs> montauk is the end is this point right here Wait, montauk's long island yeah i didn't i didn't know that they take the long island railroad in eternal sunshine just in case you didn't catch what john just did by the way he just pointed at his tattoo <laughs> to show me the map <laughs> dude uh in portugal at a restaurant in lisbon uh Someone someone was mentioning being from Long Island, and I went, did you guys say you were from Long Island? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, well, oh, can you show me on the map where you're from? Bicep. And I flexed a bicep for And this old woman is like 60. She was like, can I take a picture? Oh and I was like, click. Like, and I was just, they were, everyone was cheering and That's shit. Ha- is that like a typical Long Island woman like thing to do? She's like, can I take a picture of this like thing I saw on vacation? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's weird that she asked permission. Uh, at least if based on the the... The 60-year-old Long Island woman that I have the most information on is uh-huh. my mom. <laughs> and <laughs> that makes sense. she takes a lot of fucking photos. <laughs> is that, what's that called? Uh, the the show they did on, I don't think it is, I think it's Bronx, on a SNL sketch where they're like coffee and shit. That wasn't Long Island. No. That, that's a that, different culture. Yes, but that's what they sound like. My mom sounds like that woman and looks like, we used to joke, she Chris Farley in that sketch about the Zagat uh, review guide with Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. The outfit she has on is like exactly how my mom dresses. <laughs> like a weird spangly, like every color in the top and then like black pants and like a black cardigan. Like, you know, she dresses like uh, a mob Dude, wife. Yeah, that is. I don't think I've ever seen someone that actually dresses like that in my whole life. That's how like every mom on Long Island dresses <laughs> with like a weird. Some of them have the weird, short, clean haircut. And no, that's like, like literally for me. I only know what that looks like from movies. Yeah, I've never known that that's a real person. Shit, dude. What are people like on fucking Orcas Island? The women. It's like, OK, well, all of Washington, for some reason, only wears North Face. Right. <laughs> like as clothes. Yeah, it's weird because it is. It's a you'll have a summer house there, but you don't have like you have like a month of summer up there. right? Well, it's like it's like warm. It's not hot. It's not right. hot. Yeah, it's not like lay out at the beach weather ever. I mean, we do, but because our whole scale is relatively low. Right. So we're like, oh, 70. Woo, I'm jumping in the ocean. Like, <laughs> well, I've benefited from that scale coming from New York to California. Yes. Where I'm like, I'm I'm it's going to the beach like next month. Yeah. I would love to swim. <laughs> I, I've been going I go to the beach deep into October and November still and just hang out, smoke okay, and go swimming. Every time I've seen you now, you've bragged about how much you go to the beach, and I'm starting to feel like, what's the flex? You're the, you're trying you're really branded the beach I, I try to let the listeners know that I'm <laughs> underemployed. <laughs> no, I feel like you gotta you're you gotta do a rebrand where you're like a beach boy. That's your brand. You sell merch like that. You I'm the like beach dress comic. like that. Yeah, yeah I already guy. dress like that. I already always talk about it, and I already choose to do that when I have nothing else going on. I guess that's tr- that's true. It's just I don't correspond like bros and beach culture, but that's because it's that's not what, on the West That's Coast. what Long Island is though, because long because yeah. the beach is something to do. Uh, in the summer and it's a place where you can drink and see women and that's like what every bro wants to do on Long Island 
dude, you live in LA. That's not even the culture here. I know. The well, this was like also Long Island in like the nineties. You know, it's not like that now. I'm sure it is. I just know less about it now. But yeah, like that's Jersey Shore. They go to the beach and they're like broy dudes. Right. Yeah. That's like people always like conflate Jersey and Long Island because we are kind of similar. We're like equidistant from New York City, so we have that like New York Italian and New York Jewish kind of culture uh-huh. that's spread out there. But then we also have beaches, but we have like fierce loyalty for our own places and hatred for the others despite how similar they are. Wait, so Jersey hates Long Island and Long Island hates Jersey? Yeah, like, well, the, the big thing is like Jersey would be like, our beaches are better and Long Island's like, our beaches are better. But none of us would go to the other guy's beaches because it's like, I live on Long Island. I'm not going to drive 90 minutes to go to a beach in New Jersey when I have a beach that I grew up six miles. My mom's house was six miles door to door from the... Wait, your mom's house was six miles? Uh, long. It was a huge house. No, six miles <laughs> from door to door, uh, her front door to the beach. Okay, thank you. I've never heard that expression. I was like, sorry, I think you were speaking. Your mom's house was six From the front door to the back long. door, six miles long. That's I why I'm so like fit. like a NASA hanger. <laughs> I grew up jogging three miles to get <laughs> breakfast every morning and I then mean, two miles back to watch Transformers Beast Wars. But that's even true with the mansions, I feel like, on the East Coast. They're so much bigger than mansions on the West Coast, in my experience anyway. Yeah, I think you can just like... In the suburbs, get more proper. I mean, your experience is you have an island. There's like a limited amount right, of space. Right, great point. Yeah, it's like uh, you can't keep buying more. Like you'd have to buy more and more property. On Long Island, it's like so. It's got the suburbs, so there's a lot of neighborhoods. There's like a Levittown, you know, like the post World War thing. Wait, where- Levittown? Levittown. It's like the the famous like I think it was after World War One. So a architect or a city planner named Levitt built what was called Levittown for returning GIs. And it's just like cookie cutter, full blown suburb town, a town just made where it's like the house, here's a plot of land. Here's a hundred equal plots of land on like two blocks. That, and we're going to build identical houses on all the MGIs are going to come back and start their families here. Wait, it's like that house, the like community they find on the walking dead, but in real life. <laughs> I, okay. I'm a little, <laughs> this is my only reference to this really existing. <laughs> I don't honestly, I'm not even, I'm not even sure if I'm making sense right now, but I definitely have not. <laughs> no, you're saying it's like, like the Presidio or something like yes. these creepy little communities like you'd encounter in like fallout Four. right. It's, it's not exactly that. Cause that this it's now been like that for 60 years. Okay, okay. So houses have all like They've changed evolved. and people have done expansions. So they're not all matchy matchy. They're not all matchy matchy, but it is like no one has epic mansions there or unless they build little what we, you know, McMansions because um, everyone has the same property. But there are parts of Long Island where people have like an acre of property. You know, the North Shore of Long Island is where the rich people live. <laughs> Literally you say North Shore, I'm like Kauai. Yes. yes <laughs> what no. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, North Shore Mavericks. <laughs> Surfing Mavericks. <laughs> no, the North Shore of Long Island, which is on the sound. Yeah. Oh my God. We have the Puget Sound. Ooh. We both have sounds. We both live near sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this is truly wild because I've never really discussed comparing like east coast culture west coast culture in my life if there's any hawaiians listening they're like fuck both of you guys we're like island life man (laughs) (laughs) and then do a jamaican accent (laughs) rude on like four fronts (laughs) i I was just happened to be racist to everyone by accident (laughs) even even white people were like not cool man (laughs) you're misrepresenting us (laughs) yeah i don't I don't know that there's any common ground. There, there is. We, we don't even have like wharf culture. Well, we don't. 
Worf culture. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's called. Worf culture is your brand. <laughs> you, you need to make a clothing line that's like Worf culture and it's like sitting on the dock of the bay. Worf. We don't have Worfs. Fuck Worfs. <laughs> we don't have Worfs. For some reason, at the last minute, I was like, there's an L in this word. Worfs. Worf speed ahead. <laughs> no, we literally don't have them. Like docks. We have only for boats. There's not like stores and shops on them. Yeah, we have like uh, on the south shore of, of Long Island, we have a lot of uh, like there's a town. The town I actually grew up in, Freeport, is has a place called the Nautical Mile, which is the Woodcliffe <laughs> Canal. And it's like a mile of canal with just like restaurants. And it used to be all low end, like fisherman type bars. But now it's like all bougie, like restaurants. Oh, it's and like a couple Fisherman's of, Wharf. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm describing to you. Every time I'm trying to like make sense of what you're saying, I'm like, my reference for this is like what a child would say. Oh, like like uh, like in the Walking walking Dead. Because I literally don't have any point of context for any of this. Right, that's your problem. You haven't been out to the island, John. I'm realizing now. Come home with me for the holidays. (laughs) I'm realizing now. I don't even really have like close friends from the East Coast. I've never really even like stayed at length on the east coast like and none of my boyfriends have been from the east coast like i have no knowledge of what childhood is like on the east coast other than what i see in movies it's very similar to what childhood is like in the west coast i'm assuming just like, honestly everything you've said so far i'm like can't relate sis but maybe but you're, you're not like you don't have like I'm a ex- west coast no childhood. i'm not like a seattle kid <laughs> no <laughs> you're from a fucking island that you have to take in 90 you're from an isolated island so of yeah. course you're got into okay vine. so maybe <laughs> Maybe I'm what's weird in this scenario. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, we're both weird. It's just that you're you're funny. Like you're like that's nothing like the West Coast. I'm like I think you're not. In, I don't think How I'm. How do a, I separate that? I'm not an accurate representation of the East Coast either, though. I think I think just because I have the New York voice, a lot of people assume that. But like, um, you know, there's the the entire yeah, because Vermont culture is fucking wacky, dude. Yeah, that's weird. We wouldn't even call that East Coast where I'm. What? Yeah, that Vermont is like fucking. They're like hippies. They're, you know, That's Vermont. Why, is, I'm like, I like Vermont. Vermont is the PNW of the East Coast. Yeah. Every time I've gone to Vermont, I've been like, because it's mountains, here. it's IPAs, it's coffee, it's cold, it's weed, it's old people with decent <laughs> viewpoints on the earth. I feel so seen. <laughs> All right. So uh, over Christmas, we're going to spend a week on Long Island <laughs> together and then I, we're going to go up to Vermont and see how similar it is. Wait, I did do one thing on the East Coast that was very strange for a non local to do. What? <laughs> It's going to be crazy. Ate a hot dog. (laughs) I bought fried nuts. No. My dad. Okay, wow. Uh, This is very embarrassing. I've never said this out loud before. It's fine. This is the place to do it. (laughs) Okay, well into my 20s. My dad was like, hey, you know, he lives still on the island. So, like, I only get to see him every so often. And so he's like, it's so nice to spend, like, a Christmassy afternoon, like, in a city. Because it's like a novelty to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we used to do it when we were kids. We'd go to Seattle once around Christmas just to like, And just to see like all the stores Just to see like Christmas lights. And Christmas lights. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise the only place I got to see that was movies and shows. Right. And I would just sit there going, wow, can you imagine like Christmas trees in public? <laughs> like none of it made sense to me. <laughs> trees with lights in them? Like none of that. People don't have Christmas trees in their house? Not no, in but their like, house. Like you know how your town has like cute streets during christmas right right yes never in they my life string, like, a the, banner yeah there's banners no. there's lights being strung across no, we never had there's, that yeah okay nothing that's fair. like that like town we don't have like street lights 
Yeah, that's in- yeah. There'll be like candy canes hanging from all the street lights and stuff like that. You say street lights, and I'm like, Ooh, what are those? No like? street lights. I think there's like two in all of town. That's wild. That's wild. All right, so you wanted to go to a Christmas afternoon, oh, right? Christmas okay. in a city. So- Christmas in the city. <laughs> Make it. My dad and I will buy it. We'll be like, I can relate to this song. <laughs> we wish. So he was like, it'd just be so nice to like, you know, get like a hit of like the real like Christmas scene. So him and I went to New York together. And you're, you're saying this was in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I was probably like 23. I had lived in LA for like five years already. It wasn't like I was still a kid. And we did that one year and we just like did all these Christmassy things like, you know, saw a show and like went to Macy's like. It's so lame to say out loud. Just ultimate tour shit, okay? I know. And, and that's what we did, too. And I was f- a 50-minute train <gasps> ride. Really? You know? Yeah. Oh, that's such a relief. Because that's like... the I'm from a part of like Long Island where people... Like, my dad worked in the city, like, but he worked off hours and drove. He didn't have like an office job or something like that. And so I like I lived with people who were like... My, my brother is like, why go to the city? Like, it's so annoying. It's like... There's like a, a weird perme- uh, 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 a weird idea in Long Island where it's like, ugh, the city. It's, it's like so far. It's so far and it's so crowded. And it's like, guys, it is still New York City. People are flying from Japan to go yeah, there. Right. And you won't take the train 45 minutes to go eat at a rest. Oh, we got great restaurants here on Long Island. You no, know, it's no. Like- you live next to one of the greatest cities in the world. Right. And I think it's Long just- Island's great, but world. Yeah. Like we're talking about a city that is like one of the number one destinations for people across the globe and and pe- my friends will be like oh, i don't like going to the fucking city what? Dude. yeah and that's and that's just like there's something about that that is sort of like a microcosm for uh, unpacking how long islanders are where it's like there's like a nah, pride I already thing? got my life's fucking great though what are you talking about insisting that like yours is the best it can be it, yeah but i think part of it is because you like New York City puts you as a small fish in a big pond oh. and you don't necessarily know all your ways around and know the best deli and know the best your favorite it's like out of your comfort zone and I think Long Islanders a lot of us won't like admit that like you know I'm comfortable here where I, I like know being on my street yeah and like knowing how to get home and like which I think is why there's the like this conservative boon coming out of Long Island now too is there yeah there's a big like there's a weird conservative movement on Long Island. Because it's like, like kind of the, like the us-ism has made it like yeah. anti-progressive. Right. And there's like sort of like, you know, there's like slight segregation amongst communities where it's like white neighborhood, black neighborhood. Really? You know? Yeah. So it's kind of weird in that way where it's like, oh, that's most like white people don't move to that. Uh, they don't go to that. I mean, few white people go to that school. Few wow. low income people go to the, like, you know, and it's like. You it's, have classism. Fully. Yeah. There's, there's fully, there's fully that on Long Island. And it's like, uh, you know, trying not to let your kids go to certain schools, living in certain schools. It's very, it's very gross. And then there's like this big, like, stoking the fear of MS-13. Like, wait, MS-13s over there too? Allegedly, yes. What? I mean, they are. I thought on they Long were Island. like Koreatown only. No, they're in Lo- they're in Long Island, and uh, but it's not as bad as everyone wants uh, to believe. Yeah, that's like a strange scapegoat that I feel like keeps coming up for like 
the whole country's problems. And right. I'm like, yeah, like how much power do you think these guys have? Well, it, it, I'm sure it, they're a powerful gang. I don't mean to dismiss that, but right. like, it's kind of it's like such conflating obvious, like, yes. uh, like these three Muslim guys that are in my high school. Right. Uh, if we let one more Muslim guy in, it's going to be ISIS. If we let one more Latino guy, Latinx person in, it's going to be fucking MS 13. If we let, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's like this weird thing of like, you know, it's just such an easy out for your obvious like racism. Right. Well, that's the thing. It lets you, it lets you go like, Hey, I don't mind uh, Latinx people, but if let me use some like confirmation bias to right, find a few right. statistics. Like, yeah, see, I told you there is an MS-13 killing last year in Belmore or, or Bellport or whatever. Oh man, yeah. that's crazy. So wait, you're liberal though, ish. I don't know your views fully. You're liberal. Liberal-ish. You're liberal, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm a mega liberal. Okay, My family liberal. is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I, I, wait, your family's not. No. What? Yeah, not really. They're like, my family's apolitical. Okay, so they just are like, why do you care? Shut they, up. We, they, we never talk about it. <gasps> we never speak about politics when I'm around. Is it because they don't have them or because you have different ones? I think it's like both. Because they like, we would differ if we started talking about it. But my mom just like votes the way her like rich friends vote. My mom literally said something along the lines of like, but the stock market went up. And I'm like, do you know how few people that affects in life? Yes. It's like selective news sources too. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, we can get in. We can get in. That's the fucking craziest thing ever too. Is just yeah. like. There's my, not like an objective source of information. Yeah. So now people are curating truths for themselves. People are reading fucking like. <sighs> Someone, I'm going to leave out like any name. Someone showed me something the other day on their phone that was uh-huh. like a meme. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, like that gross. I mean, sorry, I don't want to put judgment in there. Okay. You know, like how, and I don't know how few people are into this, but like <laughs> horsey play and doggy play where they wear like the snout in bed, mask. You mean? Yeah, like, oh, like it's a, a quasi sexual thing. thing. You sure, know? sure. Wait, when, are you talking about furries? No. It's not fully furries. It's like where one person is treated like a dog, literally, like they wear oh, like, like a, a snout. Se- yeah, and yeah, they have yeah. Paws That's like an S&M thing, I think. Right. right? Yeah. Okay. There's, there's something, there's something about that. And like, uh, like someone showed me their phone and it was a meme. And it was that. And he, and that person was like, even you could admit that this is a little fucked up, right? You know, like first what? they wanted to be uh, labeled without gender, and now they want to be able to oh be, my god, uh, self-identify oh as dogs. My god. And it was literally, and it was That's like, like man, literally- it's just like man applies to have to self-identify as a dog, and this person is going admit that you think admit that this is the crossing this the line is too far and i go where did you get this <laughs> and he's like facebook i'm like oh buddy. what's the source what's the source did you google anything else to find out about this he's like no i'm just saying isn't this kind of fucked up i'm like dude this is no one's doing this and also <laughs> and here's where i know i'm super liberal what if they did want to live as a dog why the fuck would you care <laughs> it doesn't bother me this is just as like, like he doesn't piss on my fucking front lawn this is just like a few years ago when and they were like, oh, you're going to let gay people marry? What? What's next? They're going to marry a dog. And then they find this like random news article that's like probably fake from Yahoo from 10 years ago about right. like, this woman married her book. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, see? See, everyone's marrying their dogs and books. It's getting a little louder. <laughs> I feel like we're manifesting this with our anger about non-woke people trying yeah. to pretend that they know what's going on. Yeah, it, it really... Guys, the wood chipper literally has moved so much closer to my house. <laughs> it's right outside the window. I'm so sorry to Mars. Shout out to editor at large, Mars. Marissa. Marissa I'm so at sorry. We're so sorry. It sounds like we're in hell. This is insane. I love it. <laughs> I feel like I'm like in an immersive, like angry podcast experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
stoned, can't hear out of my left ear. <laughs> and there's just like huge loud noises. I'm just shouting into a microphone. People, I cannot recommend enough getting all of your underwear from the same provider. Like, for example, if you like a certain brand, just get exclusively at underwear so you know how it's always going to fit. Now, if I were to be a guy who maybe had advertising on this podcast, which I do, so I want to talk to you about a specific underwear brand that I swear by, and that's Mac Weldon, baby. You got me? I know. It's your boy, Johnny G, talking back. Mac Weldon again. These are my ride or dies. They've been with me since day one. And I'm here to tell you, you got to get yourself some Mac Weldons. You can go to MacWeldon.com and enter promo code Mighty for 20% off your first order. Now, maybe there's some new listeners to this episode who don't know how comfortable Mac Weldon underwear is, how stylish Mac Weldon underwear is, how it makes you look like an adult, how if you are 300 pounds with 28 inch, I don't even know how big my thighs are, but they're bigger than most people's waists. And I have no butt and a small penis and a big gut, and the Mac Weldons fit perfectly. So imagine if you had a more normal body, they'd fit even better. The sweatpants work great. I love the undershirts. I got this like form-fitting V-neck that I use underneath dress shirts to kind of hold your boy in place. Look, just shop for yourself. Go to Mac. I'm wearing Mac Weldon underwear and socks right now, and then I happen to be recording an ad. I already had this stuff on. You can work out in Mac Weldon underwear. You can go to work in it. You can go on dates. You can walk around the house in just them, and your neighbors are actually kind of pumped about it. Do yourself a favor. Go to MacWeldon.com. Enter promo code MIGHTY at checkout for 20% off your first order. All right? do it. Guys, if you buy one pair and you hate it, you can ask for a refund. They'll give you your money back, but you don't have to send back the underwear. Guys, that's a free pair of underwear. Make your move, baby. I'm really interested to know what Thanksgiving well, what, is like for you. That's what I want to ask you. you. I'm sorry? I want to know what Thanksgiving is like for you. Oh, it's here. My wife hosts it and her family flies out. Uh, oh, her, what mom, a dream. her mom and stepdad. So you don't even have to like interface with like trying no. to navigate that. I have to do that around the holidays over Christmas. But it's, I just, it just doesn't come up with my family. Good. What a relief. Yes. It just literally, we never speak about it. And I'm happy to do that. My youngest brother is truly like apolitical. He's literally like, and I'm like, that's a problem too. But Although he, I would say probably people that are like sh a shade woker than me would be like, no, dude, it's on you to bring it up and to clear that shit up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I also like would tell anyone who's, and I kind of agree with that, but if anyone told me that, I'd be like, look, I'm doing my best to maintain a connection to my family. I, I do could think barely, that that's tough too. That's like, that's I, where people start to be like, oh, you don't want to upset people. And it's like, yeah. you're, I'd be like, you're my asking me to uh, sever my, potentially my relationship with my family. Yeah, that's my a big dad ask. is dead. My mom is like, you know, in her sixties. Like, right. let's just, just fucking let me have this. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to, cause like I used to be staunchly anti-religious too. And then like, you know, my, I still am. Is that bad? I know I still am. Okay. But like, I used to hammer my mom about it because mm -hmm. she would like do things that I thought I'm like, oh, you swear you're so Catholic, but you went to a psychic. Blah blah. That's a false idol. You know. Blah blah. blah. Oh, you would hound her about. Jesus. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I I would hound her about shit like that, and then um, like I think I've told this story before, but then when my dad passed away, I saw how much like the priest and the church and the ceremony, how how much it meant to her, and I was like. 
okay, why am I taking this away from her then? Yeah, right. And I mean, I know religion and politics are allegedly different, but what I guess what I'm yeah. saying is like, I'm not, it's not worth it for me to lose connection to like yeah. my family. I, I see them point. three times to four times a year. Yeah, and there comes a point too. Excuse me. There comes a point too. That one was you farting. We should say. I did. You, a huge you fart. You moved the microphone towards your butt and just did that. I haven't seen that move in a long time. Yeah. You, uh, then you said on the safety. island, that's still funny. <laughs> but is how? Uh, so how about Orcas Island? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of wealthy people now, and that's where because okay. Long Island has a little bit of like trashy rich people, and that's where conservatism I think leaks in too. Because yes. then you start going, okay. like, I want to keep I this have money. Such dirt for you, island gossip. If any of my friends from the island listen to this, they're gonna be like, "What? This is juicy." I yes. will not name names. Hit me. <laughs> it's very liberal. It's entirely liberal. I believe it's per capita the most liberal place in the country. Or is maybe that, the state. I might have that stat wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's extremely liberal. My county. Bearing in mind, my county's just the islands. Oh. <laughs> the mainland immediately is not. The whole mainland until you get to Seattle is very conservative. So you, like, even getting gas in Anacortes, like, with an Obama sticker, like, you're going to get shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I guess, New England a little bit in that way. Right. Um, Like, close to, but very different. So anyway, uh, when... This last election happened. Clearly, like no one would dare support Trump. Like you'd be ostracized from the whole fucking island if you put a Trump thing in your yard. Like literally at the market, your kids at school, like everyone would be like, "Oh, hi!" Like you'd be done to them. Civility. Hashtag civility, Mio. <laughs> the future liberals want baby. <laughs> um, it's actually a dream. Um. Anyway, I might. Well, I guess I shouldn't say names. Someone I know. Yeah, dog. Had to like pick something up on election night, like a work thing, right? Who would think that someone would be secretly hosting a election night party for the five Republicans on the island to go ape shit about Trump winning? Oh my god! And the second this person who I shall not name walked into this party, they all spotted him, a liberal, and like a member of like a family on the island that knows people and pretended they weren't doing what they were doing. Oh my God. <laughs> they were like, oh, what? No, we're just, oh. A secret a society of <laughs> conservatives <laughs> yes. on an island. That's awesome. That's like uh, the next American horror story. <laughs> the conservatives trying to survive on the liberal island. Yeah, it's liberal. It's liberals are like the cult. That's really fun. But like we have, well, I shouldn't, I haven't lived there in 10 years, but from what I can tell from my parents talking to me about it all the time, like there was one person on the island, I guess, that was an illegal immigrant from like Mexico, I think. And he's such a beloved community member. He's been there forever. And so when I guess, I think ICE like got him and like tried to, cause the fa they control the ferries. It's like such oh. like an easy get. Um, they tried to deport him and the island like rallied together so aggressively that I think like our personal, like, I don't know. It's not Senator. What's the guy? Representative. Governor? Representative. Like commissioned to get him like released, and he did because the island like rallied so hard behind him. That's awesome. Yeah, so the power like, of islands. And like, if anyone gets cancer, like, doesn't matter if you don't have any friends, you will have food on your doorstep for like six weeks. See, I like that small. I it's a great plot, like a a setting for mo for movies. Because <laughs> oh, I'm realizing I know. you're talking about the East Coast. 
about like you only know it from movies. Mm-hmm. I only know that like small town bullshit <laughs> yeah. from movies. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I saw my sister's sister, yeah. whatever the fuck. Even like the small town ones, like you know, like Doc Hollywood or whatever. Where not Doc Hollywood? Yeah, wait, that's what it's called. I don't know that one. That's with Michael J. Fox, where he ends up like in a small town, like helping out as a doctor. Um, but <laughs> it's like all that, that stuff where it's like everyone knows each other. Like my girl, like everyone knows yeah, each other's girl. girls. That shit is like no, you. That's all. My favorite thing when I moved to L.A. was I can never say this word anonymity. 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 It's the hardest fucking word to say. I've never been able to say it. Anonymousness is what I'm trying to say. Yes, anonymity. Anonymity. Nope. It's like anonymity. Like I can't say this word. Anonymity. <laughs> you know what else I have a hard time with? Uh, cinnamon. cinnamon. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> you get it one time, you're like, yeah. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, me. I was great. <laughs> Listen to her podcast. Punch up the jam. Goodbye. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Um, but no, when we in LA, I was like, holy shit, I can go shopping and I don't have to have 30 conversations with people that uh, I haven't seen in 10 years. Yes, yes. Or like my ex-boyfriend's mom or like my second grade teacher or like my neighbor's kid or whatever, right, my right. ex-boyfriend. Right. Yes. Yeah. You don't really run into exes in LA or New York, though, unless they're in your friend group. But like, it's not like you accidentally like you. You, you, you would, say that, but I have in LA three times by accident. Like, yes. Like, oh, my God. Years after the fact in totally different neighborhoods and different places. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's not <laughs> awesome. What are you saying? <laughs> nah, it's awesome, dude. That gives you a chance to reconnect. And then if it doesn't, if you don't want it, it doesn't happen. It's perfect. Do you have exes you want to reconnect with? I don't have any exes. Really? What? It's kind of complicated. I I have like two exes. And but they were from because I started You date, know nothing about ex culture. I started dating my wife when I was 20. I'm 36. Brag more. <laughs> Things are amazing for me. I found the one so early in my life. Shut the fuck up. It's, but it's true. And uh so like I only have two ex girlfriends, but they're from like when the you were like early a teenager. <laughs> yeah. You haven't you don't have any exes from your twenties. I have one ex from yeah from when I was like nineteen or twenty, but she like because we all went to the same college, we all <gasps> know each other. Still. You dodged so many bullets. It's like there crazy. was like I have like a whole like badge on my Boy Scout uniform that you don't have. <laughs> right. I, I I'll tell you what's really crazy. Like and I mean I've talked about this on this pod so many times, but I've never been on a date. <gasps> Okay, I'm actually angry now. That's not fair. I've Dating's ne- the worst. I've never been on a date. I've never sat across from a girl and been like, because like- in That's co- actually kind of a shame though, because you're such a good conversationalist that dating would be fun for you. Yeah, I-, I th- Do you think I Tiffany would give you it. a pass? <laughs> just like speed dating, not something that actually has if any I meaning. If I didn't know so positively that I was going to die first, <laughs> I would be like, something I could do when I get older. <laughs> but there's no way I outlive her. <laughs> just based on what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> Eating sand every time I go to the beach. I eat a pound of sand every day. It's just what Tim Ferriss says I should do. Joe Rogan told me I got to eat a pound of sand every morning. Um, wait, what was I screaming? Oh yeah, I've never been on a date. Wow. Because in college you just like started hooking up at a bar right. or a party, and then we're like, hey, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Now are we together? Yeah. And then in high school you just ask straight to be boyfriend or girlfriend first before you do anything. Then you go out and get a pizza together or, or on Tara's house. What? Or on the show Terrace House. Oh, I don't watch Terrace House, but you're not the first person that screamed to me about Terrace House. I just finished the season that I watched opening new doors. Is it a new doors. Asian show? It's a Japanese show? Japanese show. So what's it's the a reality premise? show. 
we've gotten fair is this the point of this podcast just to never return to the subject is this okay that we just sort of like <laughs> hot Jesus, skipped around so condescending it's okay i was <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. like it's really like it's my fault i've just been like and then this and then this and then this and i then don't this. care i don't want to talk about the islands it's stupid i don't know if you're like, <laughs> okay, okay let's talk about we can <laughs> if you're like and now we go to this segment of the podcast i had people come over to talk about sandwiches and then we talked for 90 minutes about how hard overeating is on us <laughs> and we had to change the name of the episode like i invited them over they did sandwiches uh, and the same two dudes I had on to do like sandwiches part two because uh-huh. they're two other big fat friends of mine that we love sandwiches Gavin and Jim listen to it it's like two weeks ago at this point <laughs> um, and uh, we were supposed to just talk about sandwiches and then we said we started talking about how we, how much food sandwich? was affecting I our want lives, two sandwiches. and then we sat down in here and we were like, "Fuck it, let's just talk about this." And we talked about overeating for uh, in ninety minutes. Oh, I, w- I want to listen to that episode. It's upsetting. I <laughs> no. can I can deeply relate. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw you fucking raid the headgums. If Marissa, if you're listening, don't <laughs> no, tell no, Marty. No, no, don't, don't tell don't tell Jake, Amir, and Marty. But Miel fucking leaves <laughs> with like twelve granola bars every night. <laughs> I don't want to buy them at my house because if I have them, I'll eat the whole box. Right, but if they're at work, they're free. I'll take like a fucking Not tote even the money. full of LaCroix. It's like calorically free. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what right. it is in my head. I compartmentalize Punch up the it. jam is such cardio that you can eat three <laughs> fucking. <laughs> no, it's because if I didn't, if I didn't like make the intention to eat it, if it just, oops, here it is, gotta eat it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it true. doesn't count. Right. Yeah. If you didn't like, it, and also if you don't have like a box of them, you know. Right. Because yeah. like. Okay, maybe this is like my eating disorder coming out, but like if I know I own something yummy, I have to eat it as soon as I know I have it. Right. It's hard to let, it's hard to pace it out. Like literally, I leave the grocery store with like, oh, I got these chips I want to try. Put them in the cupboard. And from that moment forward, they're like Frodo with the ring. I'm just like, gotta get those chips, man. (laughs) Waking up in the middle of the night, where's the chips? (laughs) Uh, Do you have any siblings? Two. I'm a middle kid. Okay, I'm the oldest of three, and I oh. think I have that same thing too because part of it was growing up. If my mom got like one bag of something good, it was gone in a second. It was gone in the first time it was open. So if you weren't even there the first time it was oh. open, like I, I were you allowed to eat junk food growing up? Like we only had like we whatever was on sale was like the junk food we were allowed to have. And my mom loves hard pretzels, which we grew up having to like, like, like the, like the, what is that company called? Sidner's Sidner's. Yes. Or Cinder's. Yeah. That she loves. That. Snyder's. It's probably Snyder's. Snyder's. It's definitely Snyder's. Now that we've said it, Snyder's pretzels. My mom loved that shit growing up. They were so cheap. It was like eating fucking wood and <laughs> the, cheeses, long ones? the long pretzel rods Sticks. and the ones that were fucking like short, fat little mini pretzels no, that but, you had to the, like crack God. in your teeth. Teeth, yes. Not the honey mustard ones. Though. Those ones were good. No, the honey mustard pieces didn't come around till. I, I, mean, I think you're younger than me. They didn't come around for like until no, I was I in college. I when they came out. I just didn't know how old you were then. I'm old, dog. <laughs> oh, they're bomb. And it's like eating like it feels like you're eating trail mix because it's so hard to eat. You're like, oh, this is healthy, and you're like, oh wait, no, it's just pretzel dough and and mustard dust. Wait, one sec. Do you think hard things are inherently healthy? Well, like I said this the other day about I drank. I was drinking. I made myself cinnamon tea and I made it too strong. Uh-huh. And it tasted like it gets to be like it tastes Spicy. like medicinal. Like yeah. it tasted like oh, this tastes so kind of intense that it has to be good for you. This is throat cut like it's tea. like kombucha. Yeah, where yeah. you're like I don't love the taste. If this, if you told me kombucha was be- like was just like a, I don't love kombucha so, enough to drink it if it wasn't had no positive benefits. You know, really, I actually genuinely love the taste of kombucha. See, I like the taste of some kombuchas, but I would also like if it was like as bad as fruit juice, I would just drink fruit juice. Huh. 
Um, but I like the way which makes me feel. I think I grew up eating feel. so healthy oh, that yeah. my tongue's like barometer is different. Uh, that makes sense. Well, then that's also part of the reason why you fucking zero in on a bag of chips that's in your cabinet. Because if you grew up eating so healthy. Oh, boy. When I moved off island, I was, ugh, I shouldn't have said that. Um, yeah, off, island, off island is the way to say it, dog. <laughs> this is a safe place. Hanane pate. <laughs> Guys, just for the listeners, Miela has lifted her shirt up and is spinning around in circles <laughs> like the only scene in Nell that I remember so visually for some reason. <laughs> Being like fucking 12 when Nell came on, I was like, boobies. <laughs> it's like Jodie Foster, like who it, I, I think is beautiful and amazingly talented. But as I got older, realized almost without sexu- sexuality. <laughs> but as Nell, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it was just like she's like. Uh, to me is like completely devoid of any I have no attraction towards her I wish people could see how cross-eyed you just went when you said that I wish people could see how hard I was when I was screaming about (laughs) Nell's boobs but then I went off island for the first time I was like I can go to a fast food restaurant oh there's none on the island you don't have one no but I don't chains oh that's pretty Going fucking... to a Starbucks was like, I'm going to save the cup and Wait, bring it to school. Can I take you home with me during the holidays? And can I go home with you during the summer? Yes, absolutely. The summers are the best on the island, dude. It's just like fucking uh, every scene you've seen in like an old timey movie or movie supposed to be old timey where it's like summer, like Stand By Me or like Now Jaws, and Then. Without the sharks. Like Jaws, like all the off beach stuff in Jaws is so like. Yeah, like riding your bikes and like jumping in lakes. Yeah. Like that was my childhood. Let's do that. I'll come, I'll come visit your family with you over the summer. <laughs> it would love that. I truly believe I can be a. If I didn't love like video games and movies so much, uh-huh. I could be like. But I guess you can have that as part of a hippie life. You oh, hundred percent. Like, I had an N sixty four. What? I had an N sixty four. Sick. <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Oh hell yeah, I beat that. Because <laughs> if I, because that's like I'm. I think more and more I am a little bit hippie esque, and maybe just because I'm like an old stoner. If you can, if you can hang with me, you already are. Yeah, that's 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 a bridge I have to pass with social groups. If they're like, no, she's kind of weird. I'm like, no, they're not hippie enough. Right. Interesting. So you poop in a drawer. (laughs) Get out of there. That's my fucking good T-shirt drawer. At least poop in the gym T-shirt drawer. Any drawers fair game, baby. (laughs) Sorry, ain't enemy. Island rules, man. (laughs) That's how I know if people don't like me. If people don't like me shitting in their drawers, then I know they can't hang with me. (laughs) That's them. They're not hippie enough. to be with me exactly <laughs> your island sounds more like hippie utopia where mm. it's like we have no chains we're all friendly to each other yeah. it's liberal be who be yourself yeah uh be do whatever you want paint shit and drawers all that <laughs> and then there's like the one tweak further where it's like it's difficult now <laughs> you know i'm a hippie who likes to go to the movies <laughs> <laughs> we did have a theater and they play one movie um twice a week and it's a blast Oh, that's awesome. One you time saw, I saw, I think it was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was mostly on the ceiling of the theater. And that was just how we watched it. <laughs> I like lived in the woods, didn't know what a hairbrush looked like. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's so awesome. I, I like had a rat's nest. Like my entire head was a rat's nest until I was like seven or eight. And that's just because you didn't go to kindergarten or pre-K. No, and no. That, no. I chose to go to public school when I was eight. I was like... Um, I know this girl and she said it's it's fun. You get to see a bunch of other kids. So that sounds fun. I didn't know it was school. And I was homeschooled up in that point. So I just sat there killing time until like fifth grade. And I was like, I learned how to read when I was like four. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm serious. That's so awesome. 
Uh, yeah, that was like me. I went into kindergarten knowing how to read. Like my dad just taught me when I was like super. Well, you're young. also very bright. Like let's yeah, be real. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always make this joke, and I think it's true. I was actually just this smart when I was like. You're still. You keep saying that, but like. Yeah. I know I'm still pretty smart. No, you're still very smart. Right. So but like I, you're a smart think, adult. You were a very smart kid. When I was a kid, I think it, I was like a freak. Yeah. They were like, yeah. oh shit. My parents were like, money. This kid's going Mensa. off. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, he just like mostly memorizes movies. <laughs> but that way, if your brain's capable of working like that, I think that is like a genius brain. You're just using it for something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Because uh, imagine if those were equations. Oh God. If they were just, if only they were equations. <laughs> like every time you could pull a movie ref, you were like pulling a math equation. Shit, dude. What did I do with my life? Why did I have a blockbuster card and not a fucking library card? <laughs> the library has movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Wait, so 18 to 20, I want to hear more about this. You were living in a yurt. You were into uh, painting. You I, had like no response. Did you have, a, you had a job? Did you have a job on the island? I did. I was a pastry chef at a restaurant on the island. Um, and then I... That's something you have you you did for a long time, right? I started that when I was... Okay, listen. You really want to hear how small this town is? I, like, loved baking as a child. Maybe this is, like, the product you brain. I don't know. But, like, I started baking at, like, nine. Like, making, like, full, like, um, basket woven, cake, like, pies and shit at, like, nine. And, like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, yeah, they were good for a nine-year-old. Like, no, they were, like, the best pie you've ever had at nine. Like, I just had this, like, gift. It was weird. <laughs> we'll be like, please cook for us. Please cook for us, like, adults. And I was, like, 13. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I was in charge of family dinner in my house <laughs> at, like, 11. Um, And then, uh, it, like, word got out. And someone was like, hey, I have an event. Can you, like, bake all the stuff for it? <laughs> and you were baking it out of, like, your mom's house? Yeah. And I didn't know. I, by the way, it's just, like, early days of Google. I don't think I had Google. Maybe I didn't have internet yet. So, like... I was making it all up. Oh, that's awesome. So that was like my but that first makes sense because like, like I could see the progression from being that little precocious kid yeah. uh, making, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to do chocolate covered strawberries. But like, I want this thing. Yeah. I will. And I have yes. good taste. Inventive. And I will get it to the level of my taste. That's and then because I see of that, my childhood. Yeah. And then I see that now in like all the shit you do with like between Vine and uh, the podcast making music and shit like oh, that. that. My brain's just like 40 facets at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and it's like, I mean, you're like a Renaissance uh, person. You know what I mean? Like, well, you could do music, food, I and eat a comedy. lot of turkey legs, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like a Renaissance person because I could see your tits are at like a shelf level <laughs> and you and you you keep like you have a bawdy sense of humor. I love the Renaissance Fair, by the way. I go every year. Me and my Shout wife out, go. Renaissance Fair. And we dress up Renaissance Pleasure Fair in Irvington. That's my current Renaissance Fair. Uh, the Renaissance Festival in Tuxedo, New York in Sterling Forest. That was my childhood Ren Fair. Wow. I've been going to the Ren Fairs my whole life. But no, I, I, it's very kind of you to frame it as a Renaissance woman because in my head, I think of myself as like jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, that's how I feel about myself too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but, uh, but that's just us being self-hating, isn't it? Yes, because because like, it's also it's like two sides of the same coin. You could also like, if you wanted to be snobby, you can call yourself a polymath. Polymath. I don't know. Someone called me that once, and I was like so proud, but I had to look it up. And that was the moment when I was like, I don't know if I am a polymath. If someone calls me it, and then I have to look up what it is. It's saying that like your brain I just works have a lot in a way of that you're quick interest. in a lot of departments. Yeah. Right. I, I do believe that. Yeah, I think so too. And I th yeah, I think that's part part of why I like uh, interviewing people so much and like talking one on one with people. Yeah, is because I can it's relate like a game. to a, I can relate <laughs> to a lot of different people in a lot of different ways, and I also enjoy learning more and finding small connect like fucking 
go we're we're not done with this by the way so baking is thing and then you bake for a event of some sort yeah that was one of my first jobs and then a restaurant my friend's parents owned i think they were being nice but i don't know they were like you gotta bake for us and i was like all right so my first day their chef quits and everybody gets bumped up so now i'm doing all their desserts but i'm also doing all the prep so i was a prep cook and a pastry chef and i was like I don't really want to like cut squid up all day, but I guess this is my job now. Already vegetarian then. So like it was disgusting for me. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. But then after that job, got more pastry jobs, more pastry jobs. And then I graduated high school and I was like, I'm gonna take a gap year because I don't know what I want to do. And I thought I'd move to Seattle and then I had like a fucking panic attack and I was like, I can't live in a city. I can't do this. So I went back. Um, you went to the yurt. Went to the back to the yurt, of course. And then started being a pastry chef. Not to derail too much. There was a brief stint in Guatemala in between them. <laughs> and what was what were you doing down there as part of your gap year? No, I just found people that were going. Well, actually, they found me, and you went there under the auspices of like. I did volunteer work. for three months before I left. Oh, okay. Cool. And that was what really were you cool. doing down there? For the first month, I was learning Spanish in Antigua, and then I went up to Lake Atitlan and worked in a small town outside of San Marcos called San Juan La Laguna. And I, with my skills, was employed by like a company that like works with United Nations people, or no, what's that called when you go Peace Corps people to help these women open like a restaurant in the town that could like attract tourists because they don't have like a good enough economy and then make make some money. Yeah, so yeah. I like opened a restaurant, and then <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Um, and then. The last month I was volunteering at animal rehab up in the northern near Flores. Um, That's awesome. That was crazy because like you're attacked by a wild boar when you're trying to like sweep up its shit because it's a crazy situation. <laughs> That's wild. Yo, this is not at It's all. way too long. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's not what I was about to say. This is not, I don't know why it just came into my mind. I totally forgot about it. Huh. I've been like running lately to try to train for a half marathon <gasps> and I was running the other day like uh, up in uh, West Hollywood and I saw from a distance like a big weird dog and a dude like walking this big dog I'm like that dog is so furry and I was far away from it but I kept jogging and I kept coming closer and closer and it was the dog wasn't like moving around that much it was just like and I'm like wait a minute what the fuck and I keep jogging and then as I jog up I look and it's not a dog at all it's a huge black pig what? it's a huge black pig and West I Hollywood? In West Hollywood, and the bottom half of its body hair, oh, the bottom is dyed like deep purple, like violet. So it's someone's like, pig. It's so, and then I look up, and there is this young-looking black. He looked like uh, like uh, one of these new SoundCloud rappers. He was like a young black dude with like multicolored dreadlocks, uh-huh. like dreadlocks of all different colors, kind of short, like, and um. He was like uh, holding a leash. Wait, he was walking the pig? Yes. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I thought that was a weird looking dog. <laughs> and he just looked at me and then looked away. You get you like, fuck it. I was like, uh, I thought I, I was like, come on, man. If you're you walking, walking a fucking, a you're walking that's a pig so that's died in West Hollywood. It has, it has two tones of hair. I should be able to talk He's to you like, about this. I didn't do this for attention. Stop <laughs> looking at I'm me. I'm like, bro, you have multicolored dreads. Your dog, your dog is not a dog. It's a pig. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And now I kept taking the same route a bunch lately. Cause I'm like, have, I gotta find have this Have you guy. seen him again? I have not seen uh, him again. So I'm wondering if I was just fucking, you know, you maybe you were super exercise induced fucking, uh, I bet he is famous. I bet he's famous and that's probably always rude to you because he probably was like, oh, oh, another fan. I I truly believe he's probably a rapper that I didn't recognize yeah. just because it seemed like to have a, a pig. It's and a like, weird flex. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, it is a dope rap. Like, it's a great episode of Cribs, yo, and that's Piggy Smalls, you know, <laughs> Notorious P.I.G. I think that's what uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson named their pig. Ugh. Okay. Uh, I'm 
I never have understood this, but like, are we all just going to pretend that Pete Davidson didn't fuck over Cassie David? Uh, like, are we just all pretending that didn't happen? Yeah. No one's talking about that. I think he's done that a couple of times in a row. Oh, he's like a dick to women. I don't know if he's a dick to women, but yeah. I, he's like, he's, he's got a new major relationship kind of frequently. I mean, I don't mean to judge him. I know he struggles with his own stuff, but like, I'm just like, I feel very bad for her in this whole situation. And now I'm kind of like psyched that they broke up because I'm like, yeah, Kaz, I feel allegiance <laughs> to Cassie for some reason. I've never and met just her. Just because you know he she was uh, dating, Larry David's daughter was dating Pete Davidson before. She has a series. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, I watched it. She's great. Oh, I got to watch it. Yeah, she's like funny. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe who knows what they're, uh, th- what actually went down. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with taking a side. I wrote a whole narrative in my head. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a celebrity, unfortunately. I know. People side with you. you know? So true. <laughs> Some people side with Angelina in the fucking brand, in the Brad and Jennifer, you know? It's like, hey, oh, some people are I like. I going to say Angelina and the Brad and Angelina. I was like, oh, we do side with Angelina, right? Right. Oh, yeah. No one sided with Brad. No, I'm with Maddox <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning. I'm Dax girl myself. <laughs> I'm big Dax girl. Pax, sorry, Pax. <laughs> right. Peace. Latin for peace. Uh, wait. Okay. So you're in Gu- you leave Guatemala. You're back. You're fucking pastry chefing. And when when do you leave the island? When do you go out um, of your yurt? Okay. What's in your yurt? Is just like a bed on the floor, a wardrobe? No, my my sister had lived there the year before me. And so like her boyfriend was a carpenter and he got to live in there too. So he like went to town, like decking that thing out. It has like walls and shit. There's like rooms. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, that's dope. Um, Yeah, bed. So that's where I'm staying when I visit. <laughs> yeah. And my mom's horses are right in front of it. So like you just go on the balcony and there's a horse in front of you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, my that's mom's tight. horses. <laughs> that's such a funny, like that's something I've I have never. I a huge scar from horseback riding accident. I. Uh, that's a weird thing to have to tell people when they see your buddy. I don't think that's. <laughs> it's like a weird rom-com where you're like the weird girl and you're like taking off your shirt and you're like, I, I have a horse hoof. I have a back. secret. It's a Just, horse scar. You're going to dislike me when you find this out. I fell off a horse as a child. I'm ugly. I'm ugly. I have a hoof print on my back. Horseback riding, I think, is just like the one no, thing I'll I'm never from, do. No, but trail riding. It's not what you're thinking. Right. It's not like jumping and pretty yeah, horse yeah, yeah. riding, No, right? it's like travel. Yeah. It's like your dog's a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's a longboard, not a fucking trick skateboard. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> your dog, your horse. All animals are dogs to me. Is that a dog? That's a pig. That's a big dog outside the yurt. That's a, that's a horse game. <laughs> that's the one department where your brain's like, I can't understand this thing because I'm spending too much energy on these other things. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all animals are dogs <laughs> like i will say that i'm stoned and my uh, three times since it's come up in my head i've said you gotta go you gotta see crouching tiger hidden dragon <laughs> like i keep saying to myself you gotta watch it again <laughs> like oh dude you're that- doing what i do with food to movies yes well i do now it that to it's food. come up you're yeah. like i got no i, gotta watch I love movie. food too i think i have to cancel the rest of my day and watch <laughs> crouching tiger hidden dragon i know i'm already like i was like i'm gonna go for a run later and now i'm like stoned and i'm like my day's fucking great dude. but you might see a pig again you gotta go i gotta go see the and pig. you gotta get it on photo to make I'm sure it's real the pig. <laughs> You guys see the pig around here, <laughs> sir? Get let let go of me, Mister. Yeah, I just think based on your stature, you're not allowed to ask anyone that. <laughs> I know it's like a horror movie extra. It's, it's really like true male privilege. Is like, I went running at night once, like it was like eight p.m. and you didn't freak out a woman. <laughs> and I didn't. Well, no, I didn't freak. I wasn't freaked out at all. On my own, <sighs> and I'm like, oh, this like 
I think I remember Nikki Glaser or some some comedian making the joke. It's like if you don't understand what it's like to be a woman, uh, how do you think we feel when we see you running at nine p.m. at night in like Central Park? You know, it's like just women just can't do that. And I'm like jogging down the street, and I didn't realize I have like a headband, earbuds. I'm in like a tank top, and I'm like this giant fucking bearded, messy haired guy. And there's just like people walking their dogs, and it's nighttime, and I'm like <laughs> jogging right. Now. I'm like. Uh, this is horrifying. I don't even think to think what I look like. And I'm like a fucking f- fat Viking. I'm like Hagar the Horrible jogging through their town. I feel like that goes like two ways in, in terms of like privilege. Because yes, it's like to women. We're like, I can't go running at night. That's not fair. Or if yeah. I do I have to be very conscious of like how I dress. Right. But it's also like within male to male privilege of like, do I look a certain way that if I go running at night, people are scared? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like maybe I should change out of jeans. <laughs> yeah, it's like do we just have one of those faces where I'd be cast as like the the creepy old guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. I forgot who said this, but someone said the scariest thing ever is someone running full speed in street clothes. <laughs> oh my god, I so agree with that. <laughs> right, like so someone in like a suit running full speed means they're coming away from something or doing going yeah. towards something. The only one I'll let run in street clothes is goths, but they don't run full speed. That two combo I can't handle. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, goths in gym class, they never change into gym clothes. So you got com- you got comfortable around goths jogging. I can handle goths jogging. You've never seen goths jogging? They don't bend their arms. <laughs> yes, I have, but not like on the street. Not at like... Lo- <laughs> but that's just an image of from childhood that's so burned into my brain. Oh, yeah. A goth jogging. Like, they like run like face forward. I loved when like the one goth girl in school would like change into like yellow uh, like umbros and like an old like bar mitzvah t-shirt from gym. And you're like, what? She usually has that's fucking... Gloves on. Like, no. yeah. I don't <laughs> recognize her without a pound of jeans yeah, on she, her left she, leg. She, yeah, she has like a fucking nose ring and like a blue manic panic streak in her hair, Ooh. but with like a yellow umbra and dressed like a like a normal teen girl going to slumber party. So I remember funny. seeing that shit in high school and being like, "Whoa!" <laughs> or like even the super like the couple of like super gay effeminate kids we had who were sort of like hipster or glamorous kind of like seeing them like in like sweatpants with like oversized t-shirt yeah just like (laughs) hi Shafiq it really was like the gym was like such like a leveling field for everyone oh yeah and it all looked shitty but it was also like it was like to let dumb kids too feel like they were part of school it felt like that's so mean that's so mean but like it was like the kids who would like dominate gym would be like it didn't matter that they fucking like were embarrassed in the rest of the classes I don't we didn't have of dumb kids i can't relate to that oh yeah we had some dumb kids but also like it this might be me projecting because like i couldn't do gym stuff mm-hmm. you know because i was a little fat boy oh so you just have to be like oh maybe because this but you're fucking dumb you're so dumb you don't even know like i read the stand <laughs> i'm in eighth only, grade i'm in second grade and i have a ninth grade reading level bro <laughs> all right so fucking suck my dick i already read the hobbit <laughs> i got points for I the little prince there was a and movie. i understood it bro <laughs> It was uh, not a kid's book. And, but then it would be like, all right, get on the rope, Gabrus. And I'd be like, uh, oh, did they make you do the presidential fitness test? Oh, yeah. Did you fail it too? I never did one chin up. I couldn't either. I didn't do it. I, didn't I do couldn't it. do one chin up or one push up. I didn't do a chin up until I was like 22. Bitch, I still haven't done a punch up. Punch up. Yeah, podcast. punched up. You have punched up for sure. <laughs> I still sure. done a chin up and I'm 29. I can't do a single one. <laughs> I I could for a while, but now I'm back out of it. I'm going to get back. Doing a chin up is one of my 2019 goals. It's all your back, right? What? It's your back that does it? Yeah, it's your back. And it, just get yourself lighter and your back stronger. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. 
I'll just evaporate into the air. <laughs> Dude. I'll be like the like a second I do a chin up, I'll turn into the end of Avengers. <laughs> like, just... I don't feel so good, Gabrus. <laughs> Miel? Miel! <laughs> she did a chin up. She died doing what she loved. A chin up. <laughs> it's like the ghost in every horror movie. It's like I had unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, you like re- do the sit and reach, crush it, and they're this like would be a great like action comedy of like, I gotta teach this ghost how to do a chin up <laughs> so he'll stop haunting me. <laughs> I got this fat ghost <laughs> that's haunting me. And he's a fat that little 14 year old boy he's so annoying to be around he just wa- he can't play video games but he wants me to play he has to like whoopie goldberg into me while i play video games uh, and it's really uncomfortable and i don't want to play fucking diddy kong racing anymore yeah. <laughs> i'm a grown dude man. i'm playing xcom 2 on steam now all right <laughs> shout out to xcom 2 which i started playing uh way later it's been out for a couple years and i'm kind of obsessed what console is that for i played on my computer oh it's a computer one yeah i don't do any of the computer ones smart i i should not have games on the thing i also am supposed to be working on yeah Yeah. i couldn't do it i might have to switch to get like a might have to move everything to the xbox because i (laughs) I might might have to move everything to the xbox i'll have to transition all my gaming paraphernalia to the xbox (laughs) i'll have to delete steam and blizzard off my desktop never happening (laughs) i'm a child I'd rather just not have a career or money. Stop. No! Don't even say it. You're going to manifest it. It's happened too late, baby. Did I tell him also a witch? <laughs> don't manifest it. Um, dude, Miel, I don't want to keep you any longer, but we got to come back and go island to island again. I know. I'm maybe sorry. Get, no, we should maybe get like someone who is like in Alcatraz, and I know Manzoukas is from an island. We should have another island connection episode. I feel like it's so much of a Pandora's box that it's like, how do you ever get back to things? Yeah, and now like all the hippie, the hippie island stuff, and I had like sort of, I'm like from the Meathead Island, uh-huh. so it's sort of like rival islands. We can really we dive like, deep. We would be like in a boxing match yes <laughs> that's how boxing works <laughs> maybe i meant wrestling hippie, maybe i meant wrestling the hippie woman from the west coast and the guy nine years older than her from the east coast the 300 pound man from the east coast that's how boxing works i mean more like metaphorically yes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. although physically i think i could take you i honestly am curious if you i think you could. i'm a little worm i could worm <laughs> anything <laughs> The confidence in which you say I'm a little worm is terrifying and alluring at the same time. <laughs> Me? I'm a little worm. <laughs> Damn, Miel the Worm. That's a great fucking wrestling name. The Worm is back, baby. But I can't actually do the dance with the worm, so I couldn't you're, have it. you're in a sleeping bag? <laughs> I just sleep the oh, whole no. session. <laughs> and then I split in half and fuck myself. <laughs> I would buy that pay-per-view. <laughs> I already got you. We're trying to say goodbye. I'm sorry. I no, can't it's stop okay. Going off on Miel, where, people can follow you at Twitter at, at Miel. Or is that yeah. you on all social medias? Miel Monster on Instagram. Miel Monster on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. And then, um, Your Instagram stories are always particularly funny. And <laughs> Thanks. Often feature costumes for some reason. <laughs> I'm just a quirky girl. <laughs> Me? I'm just a little. <laughs> I often am driving around on my scooter and listening to the shins and playing. <laughs> I still have a goldfish. <laughs> It died years ago. It's I've, bones I've, in a jar now. And then your podcast on also on the HeadGum Network is Punch Up the Jam, and it's a really fun show. <laughs> Thank you. It's fun to listen to. It's particularly fun to do, but I it's know. really fun to listen to. I love doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Wasn't Me episode was so, so fun. The Pina Colada episode is another good one. And then the Kokomo episode, my episode, it's is very, very good. We're yeah. about to release two. Uh, when does this come out? This will come out in like a week. Okay, so- 
I'm a little spoiler for an upcoming episode of Punch Out of the Jam. We're about to do Too Close by next. Oh, shit. Yeah, See a little poke coming oh, through? A little poke, baby. Oh, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> coming you, through. Can you tell? On you, <laughs> girl, I'm trying to hide. <laughs> Yo, I, when that song first came out, like the lyrics didn't land on me for like one month. And I'm like <laughs> dancing to it at the club at McCoy's, the club in college, grinding on girls. And I'm like, wait a minute. Feel a little poke coming through. Uh, I, I'm trying to hide it, but damn, I'm excited. Wait a second. <laughs> I have a bone too. Wait, I'm pressing this into a stranger on the dance floor. I can feel her bones. <laughs> yeah, the weirdest part about doing that in college is like that some like when a girl like girls are doing that back. <laughs> you're like this is really intense that she's fine with this and also is uh, you know like, like we're digging fake it fake fucking right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm dry humping like on, I, I can't come from this. <laughs> and I'm in public. <laughs> I'm in the tightest jeans I own and I might come in these. <laughs> it will be visible. People cannot, this cannot happen. Yeah, black light, you kidding me? <laughs> no, are you kidding? McCoy, shut the light. I gotta go home, guys, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> Literally the worst possible place to come is where there's a black light. Right. Could Look, not pick a worse place. I feel like we could find the worst place to come. I mean, just for public sake. <laughs> right, right, I'm right. sure like your kid's baseball game's pretty bad. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> you can cover it up pretty easy. Um, you can say, oh, oh, that was a strike. <laughs> <laughs> I just got nervous. I just got nervous. I pissed. It's pissed. Come on. I didn't, don't embarrass me for my son. I didn't come in my pants. I no, pissed. I actually was drinking a cup of goo and I spilled it. <laughs> it's all goo. I love goo. Um, anything else you want to plug, Mio? Oh, just the goo joke. I think I got, I think I got it. <laughs> no, they got it. They've already not. They've tuned out a Everyone while ago. Everyone stopped listening so long ago. <laughs> the metrics say they only listened to the last two minutes for some reason. <laughs> well, then thanks for coming to Goo Talk. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Goo Talk. We're from Islands. <laughs> We're Nick from Islands. It's an island thing. <laughs> TM. Island time, baby. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is so fun. This has been a blast. As always, I'm at Gabrus. I have my other podcasts are uh, raised by TV and Action Boys. Buy yourself a shirt at gabrus.com slash shirts. And uh that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. What's your sign off? Bye shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> That was a headgum podcast.